David and I pull out the crystal ball and tell you exactly what crazy things are going to happen this season, even before training camp begins. That and more on today's episode of Locked on Bucks. Your daily Tampa Bay Buccaneers podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. What's up and welcome into this Friday episode of Locked On Bucks, your daily podcast covering the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. We want to thank you for making Locked On Bucks your first listener view every single day. Don't forget, you can subscribe or follow for free on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. And of course, follow us on Twitter. I am James Yarko at JYarko underscore Bucks. He is David Harrison at DHarrison82. Both of us are credentialed members of the media covering your Tampa Bay Buccaneers. I am the deputy editor of SB Nation's BucksNation.com. David is a staff writer over at BucksGameDay.com, Sports Illustrated's Fan Nation site covering the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. And we are here with you every Monday through Friday for the rest of 2023. We are here Monday through Friday for you, along with all of our everydayers who we want to show our appreciation to for their continued support of the show. Time to get bold. Woohoo! Was that bold enough? James and I are going to go through and give you our bold predictions for the 2023 season before training camp even gets underway. So get the receipt machines out. Yes. I don't know how we keep receipts today, but get the receipt machines out. Uh, Obviously, you can bring these back up later and throw them in James's face when he's wrong. Uh, But obviously, congratulations. We have to go smart. Age before beauty, because I would never call myself prettier than somebody else. So I will start. And my first bold prediction is that. Devin White, linebacker extraordinaire, social media darling. Who's not on one of the four murals of Raymond James Stadium. Who's not on one of the four murals of Raymond James Stadium. Who was not in the Buccaneers throwback video, even though he was present for uh, picture day. Will have a career high in sacks with 10 of them bad boys or more. I mean, he can go more, but 10 would be a career high is what I'm saying. So 10 or more sacks. So Devin White fans. Love my bull prediction, but I'm not finished. <laughs> He's also going to have a career high in touchdown passes allowed with five of them. That would be, I mean, I guess, or more. I mean, I hope not more, but could be more. But four right now, according to PFF, is his career high in touchdown passes allowed. Look, I just think that uh, so there, there's multiple reasons I have this bull prediction, James. All joking aside. One is that Devin White is su- superbly talented. like. Mm-hmm. All joking aside, the dude has skills, right? And I think Todd Bowles really wants to use those skills. He likes to use those skills. We've seen it. And I think this Buccaneers defensive line with the the uh, admin, the admin is what he's saying, because that's not a word, of Kalijah Cansey. Hopefully another step taken by Logan Hall when he's in. Greg Gaines will hopefully bring some stuff. Vita Vea is uh, on his way to being a nose tackle goat. Then you have Shaquille Barrett coming back. Joe Tryon Shoinka, if he can take another step. I just think that this defense, once again, has the potential to give offensive lines and blocking schemes all kinds of fits on how to block everybody. And Devin White has the advantage of coming from the off-ball position, which means a lot of times he gets a little bit of a view of the lanes as they're opening up, giving him the opportunity to make more plays in the backfield. So there's that. That's one part of this. The other part of this is dude is out there trying to prove a point. 
to everybody, to Pewter Report, to Joe Buck's fan, to Jenna Lane. I don't know if she actually says anything negative about Devin White, but if she does, he's trying to prove a point to her too, to Locked On Bucks, to everybody, that all of our trash talk during the offseason, misplaced, unwarranted, disrespectful. He's trying to prove a point. So he's going to play with his hair on fire, uh, 10 sacks minimum, maybe even more. But he's out there trying to prove a point. And what do I always tell you, James? You can't try something. You just got to do it, right? What does Yoda say? You must not. Words of trying, you must do things. Well, Devin White is also going to try really hard to defend running back wheel routes. And unfortunately, it's not really his forte. And I think that NFL teams more and more and more and more are starting to learn that and they're starting to use them against them. So I do think that five is a relatively low number to set when you're talking about a guy that I do think other offenses, opposing offenses are going to try to exploit in that type of a look. Clear out one side of the offensive formation with patterns, with all this other stuff and try to get him isolated against a running back or even a tight end on some sort of a wheel route and and use Evan White's aggression against him by getting him behind the play. I mean, you're basically calling for him to allow a touchdown in 30% of the Buccaneers games is what that really boils down to. Yeah, I mean, that's fair. And But, you know, again, those touchdowns don't necessarily mean losses either, sure. right? It's just, you know, it is what it is. Yeah. We've all seen Devin White get victimized on wheel routes before. It's something that we know. If and if and if we if we know that he can be victimized with it, believe me, those offensive coordinators know it too. Yeah, I mean, I I like this bold. Per, I like and dislike this bold prediction. Now, I would assume, of course, you know what they say about assuming. I would assume that if Devin White has a career high in sacks, he probably ends up being the team leader. Now, it's not. A foregone conclusion, but if if the dude's out there getting 10 sacks or more, he's probably leading the team. And if he's not leading the team, this is a really freaking good defense. Um, My first bold prediction is uh, probably going to be as divisive as yours because I already know. I already know the people that are going to come after me for this one. Baker Mayfield is starting 16 games for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers as the quarterback this season. He's going to start 16 games. He's going to finish 16 games, barring injury. Injury kind of negates this whole thing. Really, injuries negate all of our bold predictions because if a guy goes down, he's not reaching what we're saying that he's reaching on the show. But here's my thought process on this. They they didn't bring in Baker Mayfield for no reason. Yes, there's the competition. I, I have not wavered from the fact that I believe Baker Mayfield was brought in to be the starting quarterback and that he will win the quarterback competition and earn the starting job. They are going to roll with him. And I think once they reach the 17th game, Kyle Trask is going to get an opportunity because one of two things will have occurred. Number one, the Buccaneers have clinched a playoff spot and they cannot change their seating regardless of win or loss. Or number two, they cannot make the playoffs at all. And they decide, you know what? Baker couldn't get to get the job done this year. We are going to look at other options at quarterback for next year. Let's go ahead and and let Kyle get a start in here. Maybe he's going to change our mind. Maybe we don't get the guy that we really want to go for. And we are going to give Kyle a year to start. We will find out. But my I 
some people may not feel that it's bold, but I think with all the talk about competition, with all the talk about, you know, we don't know who the starter is. Baker Mayfield is starting all but one game this NFL season. Hmm. I like the bold prediction because it means that in my mind, it means that things went well for Baker and for this offense. And I, and I want that to be a thing for this team and for these guys. You know what I mean? We, we see, again, we've seen how much work they put into this. We see how much time goes into this. I don't want them to come out with that much invested and, and not be able to do well. So you want that to happen for them. Um, I don't, to me, if this is a result of them saying, okay, Baker's not it, then he needs to start 12 games, 14 games sure. at the most. I think, you know, the old adage of when people will show you who they are, believe them. Like, I don't, if you have, if you don't think Baker Mayfield's your guy by, by game 14, what is two more games going to do for you? You know what I mean? Honestly, if you don't think Baker Mayfield's your guy by week 12 or by game 12, what are four more games going to do to you? Like if four games can sway your opinion over 12, you know, and again, it depends on the context of why we don't believe in Baker. If it's like early struggles, scheme is new and da, da, da. Okay. Got it. But if we're talking like dude's not prepared, dude's ha has a bad attitude. He does. He's not very resilient. Like, no, if, if, if we're seeing that by week 14, why do you need two more weeks? If you're seeing that by week 12, why do you need four more weeks? You know what I mean? Put Kyle Trask in then. And now if you got two quarterbacks, that ain't it. That ain't it. Well, at least the lesser of the two in theory, because uh, the backup is in, is giving you a better shot at Caleb Williams or Drake May or the other seven quarterbacks that Sports Illustrated's draft Bible says has first round potential this year, which is yeah. insanity to me. And I don't think it's going to be that way when we actually get to April. But, uh, you know, but bottom line is there's a, there's a potential to be about two to four, quote unquote, first round caliber quarterbacks in next year's NFL draft, which means you don't need necessarily a top five draft pick to get one. So you can go 12 weeks, maybe you're four and whatever, and be like, you know what? You're not it. Let's go to Kyle. You know, you're not it either, but we finished season with five wins. We've got a top 10 pick. We'll get our next quarterback. So those are some bold predictions that we have here for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers ahead of training camp, but they only get bolder from here. More predictions, predictions coming right up. That's next on today's episode of Locked on Bucks, part of the Locked on Podcast Network, your team every day. Our partners at eBay Motors have teamed up with Locked On Fantasy Football host Vinny Iyer to bring you some of the best fantasy picks each week, all season long. Whether you're prepping for a draft or scouting the waiver wire every week, we're going to provide you players that are guaranteed to fit your roster. So with draft prep underway for the upcoming season, let's see who Vinny has picked out for us in this week's eBay's Guaranteed Fit Fantasy Picks of the Week. Looking to make a smooth turn in fantasy football snake drafts with the last pick in the first round and the first pick in the second round, you will be guaranteed to have a winning one-two punch of workhorse power in your backfield when taking the Colts' Jonathan Taylor and the Browns' Nick Chubb back-to-back. -back. While Taylor is a perfect rebound candidate and more run-friendly overall offense in Indianapolis, Chubb is also set up to dominate with more of the combined workload in Cleveland when he's not squatting 18,000 pounds. Vinny Iyer from Locked On Fantasy Football is going to help you win your fantasy championship, and eBay Motors knows how a championship team is about each player being a perfect fit. Same with your vehicle. With eBay Guaranteed Fit and over 122 million parts and accessories for your vehicle right at your fingertips, you can make sure your ride stays running smoothly. Air filters, brakes, batteries, taillights, alternators, shocks, struts, you name it, eBay Motors has it. And they'll make sure it's the right fit for your car because eBay Guaranteed Fit 
helps you understand exactly what part you need for your vehicle the first time. So go forth, switch gears, crank the AC, and say goodbye to sweating if your ride needs a little fixing up. Because now you know you'll always be set up for success from the get-go. With eBay Guarantee Fit, everything your vehicle is calling for is just a click away. For the parts and accessories that fit your vehicle, just look for the green check. Get the right parts, the right fit, and the right prices at ebaymotors.com. Let's ride. eBay Guaranteed Fit, only available to U.S. customers. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Thanks again for being a Locked On Bucks. Your first listen or your first view today and every day. A special thank you to all the everydayers for coming through here five days a week now that we are back with you five days a week. And a special shout out to my co-host, James Jarko, for getting through that ad read before he had a coughing fit. I uh, I know how that feels, and that's, that's terrible. Fun. More predictions coming your way uh, as we only get bolder, and uh, the further we get into this list, the more bold things are going to get in. Uh, I think I have one at the end here that James thinks you guys are going to think is crazy. Um, so that's not this one. I like it. This one's still bold, but it's not that bold. It's not well. It's not as bold as the last one's going to be. So my bold prediction number two is that Jamel Dean who out PFF graded Carlton Davis in every category except for pass rushing last year is going to come away with the best PFF coverage grades in the entire NFC South. That means better coverage grades than AJ Terrell from the Atlanta Falcons, better coverage grades than Marshawn Lattimore, the New Orleans Saints, better coverage grades than JC Horn and Dante Jackson of the Carolina Panthers than all of And I mean, for what it's worth, Carlton Davis. Uh, better coverage grades in every corner in the NFC South. Ohio State legend Jamel Dean is going to do that thing. No, stop saying Ohio State legend for players that didn't do anything at Ohio State. It did everything in Ohio State. Without Ohio State, Jamel Dean would not be where he is today. No. That is a direct quote from me. Yeah. Just like Ohio State legend Joe Burrow. Yes, Ohio State legend Joe Burrow. I'm, you know what? I'm going to ask Jamel. Actually, I'm going to ask Jamel. I'm be like, hey, do you think that without your experience at Ohio State, you would be where you are today? I'm going to ask him. I, I completely forgot he even went to Ohio State. And I'm going to ask Joe Burrow the same thing next time I see him. The next time I see him, by the way, will be the first time I see him. And that will be the first question I ask him. I'm not going to tell him who I am. I'm just going to walk up to him, like just boom, right in your face. Hey, Joe. How do you think that's going to go? Not well. Anyway, talking about Jamel Dean, um, you know, this this is bold, but not super bold. It's it's one of those where you take a look at the names that you're comparing Jamel Dean to, and you're like, that's a pretty tall task. But you take a look at what Jamel Dean has done over the course of his career, and you sit there and you go, yeah, maybe not. Jamel Dean is is one of these guys that if he keeps flying under the radar the way that he has outside of Buccaneers followers and and media and fans, he's going to be the guy that we're talking about like we did Mike Evans and Levante David yesterday where we're constantly reiterating how underrated of a player he is because all he does is shut things down. So I, I like this. Uh, a season like that for Jamel Dean, I think, really does start to get the conversation going about him a little bit more. But you know, he's got to he's got to be able to back it up. So he got his bag. Now he's got to go out there and and show that he he deserved every penny of it. So um, 
I'm going to stay on the offensive side of the ball with my second bold prediction. <clears throat> Our everydayers might know which player I'm going to talk about next. See South in touchdown receptions by a tight end. So that means the other tight end ones in the division, you got Kyle Pitts, Hayden Hurst, Jawan Johnson. I'm taking sophomore Cade Otten to get more touchdown receptions than all of those guys. I'm going to take it one step further. Let's take a look at the guy that I just said was going to start seven, 16 games for the Buccaneers at quarterback this year. Let's talk about his touchdown passes to the tight end position during his tenure in Cleveland. I didn't look at the Panthers and the Rams. That it's It's a wash. Get it out of here. Let's take a look at when he was the starter for the Cleveland Browns. In 2021, seven touchdown passes to the tight end position. 2020, nine touchdown passes to the tight end position. 2019, only five. A little bit of a down year when, when throwing to the tight ends. But his rookie season, when he only started 14 games, 2018, eight touchdown passes to tight ends. Baker Mayfield is going to rely heavily on Cade Otten to be that security guy, to be that red zone threat. And Cade Otten is going to come away this season with the most touchdown receptions by a tight end in the division. I mean, it's it's boldish. It would be bolder if the NFC South wasn't playing with rookie and very inexperienced quarterbacks. Kyle Pitts and Desmond Ritter honestly to me are probably the most dangerous duo in that in that theory not I, because of desmond ritter i mean honestly like neither of them have really i mean Desmond originally hasn't had much of a chance to prove himself yet but kyle pitts hasn't really hayden hurst and and a hayden rookie hurst quarterback the, like hayden hurst is the guy that i think can really emerge as one of the top tight ends in the division because he is so good but he's I good but he's not I a rookie quarterback Right. And I mean, over the middle, like, you know, it's hard for tight ends to get on the perimeter against athletic players and the Buccaneers. I mean, again, they're not just playing the Buccaneers, so that matters. But you also have the Saints defense. Saints defense is pretty stinking good. Yeah, I mean, I like it. And I think it's certainly possible. I just, I wonder where the threat would be, you know. So it's going to be interesting. But yeah, Kate Otten, I mean, you know. I'm not in love with K-Dot and like James Jarko is, but I am a fan, and I do think that uh, K-Dot could certainly do some damage in the NFC uh, South. We have more bold predictions to do, so we should probably get to those. Uh, my third one, James, is going to be that Rashad White, Arizona Sun Devil legend, Rashad White, best production by a second-year Buccaneers running back in franchise history. So here are the numbers he's going to have to get to achieve that. 1,208 yards will beat Eric Rett who currently has that number for the best, most yards rushing by second-year Buccaneers running back in franchise history. 12 rushing touchdowns to also beat Rhett. 54 catches to beat James Wilder. 562 receiving yards to beat Charles Sims. Yuck. Five receiving touchdowns to also beat Charles Sims. Double uh, yuck. You have the all-around best second season by a Buccaneers running back ever. Can we consider it the best production season by a second year running back in franchise history if he eclipses three of the five? Yeah, but my bold prediction is five of five. Okay, just saying like two players 
combined hold four of them. And then you got James Wilder, who was the best of the bunch. Uh, I was yeah. just, I was trying to help your, I mean, look, your if he's got, if he gets like 1300 rushing yards, 15 rushing touchdowns, 500 receiving yards and four receiving touchdowns. Yeah. Still the best yeah. performance by a second year Buccaneers running back ever, even though he doesn't beat all those numbers. But my bold prediction is he beats all the numbers, which is what makes it extra spicy. I like it. Find, find someone who loves you the way David loves Rashad White and I love Cade Otten. Uh, I'm going to make this one quick. And uh, my my third bold prediction, I'm finally going over to the defensive side of the football. Your guy, my guy, my son's guy, everybody's guy. Antoine Winfield Jr. will get more interceptions this season than his first three seasons combined. So I am calling for Antoine Winfield Jr. to get five interceptions he has four in his first three years he's getting five this year we're our bull predictions if they all come true the bucks are like 15 and two um bucks are winning you know, if all this happens he's going back to kind of his natural spot his natural position he's going to be able to be a little bit more of a ball hawk that role kind of fell more on on mike edwards the last couple of years that's kind of going to be what Antoine Winfield Jr. is going to do this year. He's going to be put in more positions to make plays like that, and I think he's going to capitalize. He was on pace for such a great season last year and just got derailed mm -hmm. and then came back and got derailed again. Antoine, in a contract year, dude's going to break out, and he's going to explode. Yeah, you know why he wears number 31? Because he's the number one player three times over. More bold predictions coming up next things up here on a Friday edition of the Locked On Bucks podcast, and this is it. As bold and as crazy as we can get, our final bold predictions for the 2023 season. And David, it's my turn to go first. And a guy that I have heavily criticized, a guy that I've called out numerous times on this show, a guy that I've talked about, I see the potential. Just learn how to freaking finish a play. Joe Tryon Shoyinka is going to have eight and a half sacks this season. In his two years in the NFL combined, he's got eight. So much like my Winfield prediction, where I'm saying, you know, he's going to have more interceptions than he has throughout his career thus far. Same thing for Joe Tryon Shoyinka. Mo more sacks this year than he has in his career up to this point. The guy's going to learn how to finish. He's going to take that next step that they're really relying on him to take, and he is going to become an absolute menace. So between your Devin White prediction and my Joe Tryon Shoyinka prediction, that's almost 20 sacks between just two guys, and we haven't even talked about Shaq Barrett or Vita Vea or Levante David or Kalijah Kansi or Yaya Diaby. Yeah. 100 sacks for the Bucks defense. Yes. Hey, Carlton bit. Davis said that they were going to wreck stuff. So he didn't say they were going to wreck stuff. I, I'm paraphrasing because this is a family <laughs> show. My final bull prediction, and this perhaps is this is the wild. boldest of my predictions. The boldest Mike of Evans the predictions is going to outstat Jerry Rice in all categories this season compared to Jerry Rice's same. Season. So this is Mike Evans' 10th season. Jerry Rice's 10th season. He had 1,500 yards. Well, he had 1,499 yards, 112 catches, and 13 touchdowns. Mike Evans will get 1,500 yards, 113 catches, 
14 tutties minimum outpacing the great Jerry Rice in all stat categories in both their 10th seasons in the NFL. And and actually, here's what's actually surprising, because I put this bold prediction together, and James is like, bro, that is intense. The only stat line there that I just read off to you that would be a career high for Mike Evans, receptions. Mm -hmm. He's already beat that number in yards, and he did it with the combination of Ryan Fitzpatrick and Jameis Winston. Suspension year, Jameis Winston, which is not like Hoodie Mellow. It's actually worse. Like a suspension, Jameis Winston is worse than any other Jameis Winston. Uh, and he's already had that amount. I think he had that exact amount. What was his career high in touchdowns? Is it 14? It is 14. He had exactly 14. Yeah, he had exactly 14 with Tom Brady. So 13 plus 12 equals 14. That's football math for you. Um, 13 plus six is about to equal 14 as well. So you have to carry, you have to carry, you have to carry the zero to get that. Um, so really, I mean, again, so Mike Evans has done this with actually lower quality. I mean, Winston Baker Mayfield, I wouldn't necessarily say that's lower quality, but James Winston suspension year. That was a little bit of a different beast. I think Ryan Fitzpatrick kind of caught lightning in a bottle. Look, I mean, it's, it's, it's the reason it's my final bold prediction because this is the boldest of my bold predictions. Uh, and if it happens, then I will once and for all pronounce on this show that when you compare Mike Evans to Jerry Rice, clearly the best receiver of the two is still Jerry Rice, but Mike Evans had a really great season. I don't know if you're going to remember or not. And this is either going no. to further prove your point. I've already or it's, it's going to create a debate in the YouTube comments and on Twitter. Was it the Jameis Winston suspension season when he ate the W? No. No. Because uh, who is the safety that came from Denver? Uh, from Denver and Houston. I can't remember his name. I He's just like remember Deshaun, Deshaun Jackson in the background looking mortified. But I don't yeah. think it was that season. It might I'm have pretty been. Sure that was, I'm pretty sure that was the year before. Because that wasn't Deshaun's first season, was it? Uh, the suspension season was no, I think that was no, that was it was his second season because this the Deshaun's first season was this was it like the summer of weapons or weapons for Winston, right? I think is what it was like weapons for Winston, and that's when Deshaun came in. I'm pretty sure that year is the year he ate the W and the safety that came over from Denver, who is abnormally short. You would never expect him to be as short as he is if you see him in real life. Um, he actually inspired it. Like they were talking, do you remember the story? Like they were talking behind before the game. Yeah. And he was like, I'm hungry, man. I'm hungry. He's, and James was like, yeah, we're hungry. We're hungry. He's like, yeah, man, I'm hungry for this win, man. I need, I need this win. I need this win. So then he gets in the thing and he does that. Cause I remember the safety saying, he's like, I felt really bad. Cause like I actually gave him that, but he turned it into this weird thing. I can't remember the guy's name anymore. Somebody out there has already put it in the comment section though. Oh, absolutely. They, they have, but I can't, uh, I, I can't find the player's name. That is going to drive me absolutely insane. Uh, well, just watch the uh, episode when it drops on YouTube and somebody in the comment section will tell you who it is. Yeah, this is this is terrible. I can't remember because we were we were super excited that uh, the Bucks had added him to the back end of the defense. Yep. And yep. what is another guy who's kind of like Deshaun Goldson, like he's just he's past his time, like the penalties, the rules in the NFL basically phased him out of the game. And from what I remember, this guy, even though I can't remember his name, he was basically in the same boat. He's a super aggressive, physical head hunting type safety that the game just passed by. Yeah. Uh, wasn't it Al something? It was not Al. 
I don't believe that doesn't ring a bell. Are you are you sure? Because it should nope. be. Uh, all all people named Al are awesome. That's just a fact. I hope you understand that. All right. With that, we are going to get out of here. Drop your boldest bold predictions for the 2023 season in the YouTube comments or send them in to us on Twitter at Locked On Bucks, or you can email them in to Locked On Bucks Podcast at gmail.com. We want to hear how bold you can get within the realm of reality because I do think not all of these are going to come true, David, but I do think all of our bold predictions are possible. It's just a matter of are we going to hit on any of them? We didn't do anything nuts like, oh, the Buccaneers are going undefeated or Baker Mayfield's going to be the NFL MVP or, you know, or anything like that. So drop your boldest predictions for what you think is going to happen this season. Again, in the YouTube comments on Twitter at Locked on Bucks or email Locked on Bucks podcast at gmail.com. Check out everything David's doing over at BucksGameDay.com. Check out my work at BucksNation.com. Follow everything on Twitter at Locked on Bucks at JRCO underscore Bucks and at D Harrison 82. Hope you all have an absolutely outstanding weekend. Stay safe, stay healthy, fire the cannons. We thank you so much for joining us right here on Locked On Bucks, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. It was TJ Ward. That's the one.